Welcome uh, to the whatever. <laughs> the Ride or Die podcast. Yeah. Say it. The Ride or Die podcast. Morning, everybody. Uh, I haven't done a podcast in quite some time. It is five fifty-one in the morning. I got a a really long day yesterday. Here's my dog, bro. Come here, come here, come here. Oh, there's there's that's my pup. That's my pup. He he knows we're we're leaving for work today, so he's all bummed out, aren't you? You want to talk on the mic? <laughs> okay, get down, get down, get down, lay down. Lay down. Oh, man, but... Jeez, 4th of July was just yesterday. I got my coffee. I kind of got cotton mouth right now. And, uh, yeah, man, I had a a long weekend. Had my kid for two weeks, and that was a blessing in itself, really. Um, But yesterday, uh, I had to... I got a lot done. I had a lot of a lot of things going on, and I got some some things that didn't get done, but it's it's all right. Uh, but yesterday I had to take a Rayleigh, my daughter, back to uh, with her mom. She went with her mom, and that's really really hard for her. And the older she gets, the uh, the more sad she gets. And I I feel bad for her, but I promised her one day one day I won't be leaving for work, and I will be just staying with her one day. Don't know when. You know I'm I'm continuously working on my uh my projects my side job and you know of course this i did a a podcast the other day with my uh my coach dylan but editing wise it it, it's gonna take a while for me to edit compared to this one where i just kind of go live live stream and it's not really live stream but i just kind of just talk and i don't really edit it it just it just goes but with his i gotta switch cameras and it's whatever i'll get it done Oh, oh man, I'm just tired. I got so much going on. And yesterday, uh, you know, I got invited out to the lake. I wish I would have got to, got to go out to the lake, but I had so much going on. I've been working on a, a side job, and it's a uh, I've, I've talked about it before. It's called Cerakote, and I've done some cool knives, and I got some other projects that I'm doing. But uh, it's mostly for uh, you know firearms, pistols, and my one buddy's pistol. It took me like four hours to put it back together. <laughs> And like, I learned a lot and every video, like tutorial, it showed me how to put the insides back together. It only showed me how to disassemble it. And I couldn't find one good video that showed me how to assemble it all. So what I ended up doing was watching how to disassemble it. Then I had to kind of flip it around in my mind and reassemble it. And it was, it was a headache. Like I couldn't find any good videos but it got back together and he loves it and uh, I sent him some pictures and then my other buddy's gun, uh, the safety didn't work. So I had to take it all apart and put it back together and it was, it was frustrating, but I figured it all out. So it was actually really cool. Even the other day I was working on one and uh, I kept screwing up and I had to re-sand it and re-sericote it. And I, I told my daughter and my daughter's like, well, at least you're having progress. <laughs> at, least, at least, at least you're learning. And I'm like, uh, it's like, it's, it's the, the innocence of a 10-year-old. She's just like, yeah, dad, you, you'll get it. Like, she was proud of me, so I'm, I'm pretty happy. All these uh, all these uh, projects that I did turned out pretty badass. Uh, if you ever actually want to go look at it, it's called Fargo Cerakote. You're going to check my Instagram, and I'm starting slow. Like, I, I really, really, really want to 
make something of this. And uh, I got to figure out how to break into market. My my boss in uh, where I work, he called me up day and he like I, I did I did one for him and he he looked at he said he's like hey man, this might be your ticket. This might be your ticket out of the oil field. Like you keep this up, people pay big money. And I'm like I know. And you know he started talking about some other stuff and I'm. I, you know, I got some fans. I got some fans telling me, Hey, keep, keep going. You're doing this. You're doing this. And I'm like, yeah, man. Uh, so, you know, really left at like one o'clock yesterday. Then I worked on this gun for probably three hours. And then I had a friend had to, uh, she asked me, she asked me to come over and, uh, help. She just moved back to Fargo. She helped me to come over to put her kid's bed together. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. That's no big. It took me like a half hour, had to be with her and <clears throat> came back. Uh, but yeah, and then got to watch some fireworks, got to watch some fireworks yesterday. I didn't get to go to the lake, but I ended up going to, out to watch fireworks too, which is a uh, super cool. I don't, I don't know, uh, what adult doesn't like fireworks. Hey, hey bud, come on, lay down, come over here, come over here. <sighs> oh, but I, I guess, uh, I'm talking about a little bit of reflection about the last like two months and, uh. And we got to talk to Jesse, whoever hasn't listened to this. Jesse was uh, my, my ex-girlfriend that used to live with me and she moved out. And it was, a uh, we talked a couple times and we had to trade some stuff. Uh, I had some important papers of her and, you know, and some other things. And she had my AirPod Pros and I really wanted those back. Oh man, I'm just tired. Let me get a drink of coffee real quick. So she came over and, you know, she missed my dog. So she was really, really emotional, you know, sad, you know, I don't know. Uh, we talked a little, I think we talked a little bit too much about, well, I, I, I feel like I talked a little bit too much about uh, uh, the past and whatnot. Cause I feel like I'm not, I'm not that person anymore. And it's only been like a month and a half, I think. And I, I can't say I'm not that person anymore, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be not that person. And some things were said, and uh, it got me really thinking between that conversation and the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago over the phone when uh, I was at work, uh, like three weeks ago. <sighs> and uh, I, I, I learned a lot. I, I, I learned a lot. I, I wrote some stuff down, uh, three major things, and uh, I don't even know if I wrote them down right, so I'm just going to kind of wing it. But uh, one thing uh, – well, one thing uh, – the whole conversation was kind of, it was kind of odd to me. She was, she was there and it was just, it was just odd. It just, it just didn't feel right. Uh, we started talking about like, you know, how things were changed and I, I know, I know how I need to change and not saying I'm, I, I want to get back together with her because I think that, uh, that ship has sailed at least, at least for, for right now, you know, who, who knows in the future if somehow the Lord puts us, uh, our paths back together. <clears throat> But, uh, you know, she asked me what, you know, she thinks she needs to work on. I'm like, that's, that's for you to decide. That's not for me to decide. Like if, if you can't, if you can't look at a past relationship and realize where you went wrong, you're, you're not taking a breakup serious. Cause I think there's a lot of process that, uh, or respect in a, in a breakup that I don't think most people do like, um, uh, like I, you know, the breakup happened and I, I think I really, you gotta respect it. Right. You know, that's when, you know, I respect her space and I, I try not to actually, I don't, I, I can't even contact her anymore. Uh, I told her, uh, after that trade, trade stuff, uh, 
I was going to delete her contact, which I did. And like, I, I don't, I don't need to talk to her anymore. She would ever, if she would ever, uh, reach out or whatever, I, I give her the respect, but you know, we can't be friends. I don't think, uh, I don't think you can really be friends with a, a significant ex from a long time, you know, especially not right away. But, uh, you know, I really don't know what to say about that whole conversation that we had, but like I said, I learned some stuff that I need to work on. Like, uh, like she felt really bad when uh, she listened to that last podcast of the breakup and she was, wasn't, uh, she said she was very embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, well, I was embarrassed that you left. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like I got this platform that I, you know, you know, I talk on. He's like, I, you know, you get, you had to figure out I was going to say something. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not mad. I'm not mad about the, the podcast or doing it because if I didn't do that and then, uh, if I didn't do that, then we probably never talked. And I probably never learned a little bit of stuff about me. Like uh, when she said she was content, uh, the way she meant it, that she was happy. You know, her definition of content and my definition of content are kind of two different things. And that's where I screwed up as a person, not just in a relationship or at work or with my daughter or just life in general that uh, I don't. You know, I could be listening to the words, but I'm not listening to the person, if that makes sense. Right. I think that that actually might be like uh, the definition of empathy. You know, you don't have to agree with uh, the person, but you at least have to understand them. And that's something uh, I don't do very well. Like I don't listen to them. I just listen to the words and I'm not I'm putting my my thoughts into the, you know, their the meanings of their words given my meanings to their words. So that's what, that's something I need to work on. I need to work on actually be able to sit down and listen and actually listen to the person. And like I said, not just in relationships, but this is like a life lesson I can use, like, you know, in my next, my next relationship or with my daughter, especially, or when I'm at work, I'm, you know, I heard, uh, there's rumors of me getting a little promotion into a, a, a more of a leadership role. And I got, I got to take this, especially this and that you listen because we're going to be getting a lot of new hands and it's working in the oil field is a very different experience. And you know, it's, it's everything's new and everything's big and then, you know, I got to actually look at them and, you know, stay calm and whatnot. But yeah, I, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta listen. I gotta listen to people and not hear what I want to hear. I don't know if that makes sense. I think that's the, that's the big thing. Uh, I got to, you know, stay calm. Right. Uh, I, 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 like I'm really good at letting things go with like, if someone wants to leave, you know, leave my life, like that's cool. See you later. If someone wants to get mad at me for like my buddy, my buddy, uh, Trevor, he was talking to me the other day at work and he's like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. I'm like, do what? He goes, People could be screaming in your face, just absolutely yelling at you. And you, you just look at them and say, cool, dude. Like, it's like, you just don't care. And I'm like, oh, I really, I really don't care. You know, I, I'm, I'm very good at letting things go, except when it comes to people I love, especially like relationships or even my daughter. And I'm getting this. I'm actually, I know I'm getting better at. Oh, what'd you do? <laughs> What'd you do? What'd you do? Come here. Come say hi to the camera. Come here. Want to go up? Want to come up? Oh, say hi to the camera. He's a little turd. Lay down. 
okay, we're almost done. I only got like 10 minutes scan. I'll take you outside. And, uh, and what was I talking about now? Letting, letting things go. And like, uh, I worry a lot and especially in, with my daughter, especially with my daughter, I worry all the time. Every day I worry about her, you know, uh, most people that are parents will probably understand like bad thoughts come in your head. Like what if this would happen? What if that would happen? And then I, I transfer that into relationships. But I think, uh, lay down, please. Lay down. Lay down. Lay down. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but in relationships, I, I worry a lot too because I just, you know, I don't trust people. And I, I, think, uh, I think a big part of me worrying so much is when I was, when I was about 22, uh, so my dad owns a bar and there's a band we had a band play that night and my ex-brother-in-law ended up driving the band's van to, uh, the place that they were staying. And I took a vehicle right behind them and I was a little bit late. I was like a couple minutes. It was like only like four block drive. Uh, I was a little bit late of leaving. So he left and then I had to go do something. And then I left and I got about two blocks away and I hit a stop sign. And right before, you know, I stopped the stop sign right before I took back off my, my door flies open and a girl jumps in my vehicle and she's not wearing any pants. She's wearing a shirt and she is cut up, beat up. And I'm like, Whoa, what is, what is this? And I'm 22, 22, 22 at the time. And it was kind of like, I guess, you know, if I ever had trauma, this would be, this would be one of them. Cause this girl was beat up crying. And all she did is yell me, yell me to drive. And I look out like behind her and there's this dude. And I don't know if I'm like, I was young. I don't know if I'm just remembering, but he was really big. And I feel, I feel like I, I saw that he had a knife cause this girl was kind of cut up her shirt was cut up and she was bleeding. And I'm like, Whoa. So I'm like, Bew! and I'm like, I gotta call 911. And she's like, no, don't call 911. I'm like, I gotta call 911. So I'm calling on one. I'm like, Hey, you know, this girl just jumped in my vehicle and she's beat up bloody. And, uh, at the time I was taking a left turn and she opened the door and just took off. And I'm just like, Whoa. And I was talking that one and me being, uh, a young kid, I was like, well, she's gone. So this, this situation is over click. <laughs> and then I got to the place where, uh, I was picking up my, my ex brother-in-law and we're talking also three cop cars come in, come in, kind of surround us and guns drawn and hands on the hood. And they're asking questions. And I was like, Whoa, Whoa. And it was such, it was such a weird experience. And I think that's why I worry so much because I've, I've seen stuff and I, I, I need to let that stuff go. Like I can't, I can't worry about things that may happen. I just got to be able to uh, respect the person or people that they know the difference and they, they know when to uh, not be, not be in bad situations. Uh, so yeah, it was, uh, I worry a lot. Like I can let everything go, but when I'm, when I, when I care about somebody, I just worry. It kind of sucks. It kind of does, but you know, the way I look at it, at least I have, at least I have had or have people in my life that I had to worry about because when you worry about someone, that's, that's a, that means they're dear to your heart, right? If I didn't worry, that means I just wouldn't care. Like I like to care. I do. I do. Uh, 
Man, what else do I got here? How have we been? I've been only talking for 15 minutes. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, so, uh, well, besides all that, let's just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to batter. So, uh, I ended up dropping, uh, my daughter the other day, he looks at me and she's like, can, can we get a snake? I'm like, can, can we get a snake? Uh, my, my prior girlfriend had a snake and my daughter really liked it. And the snake was pretty cool. I liked it too. So, uh, we're at the pet store looking at, uh, getting some dog food and I'm switching my dog's dog food, something a little bit more cheaper. And, uh, so we're looking at the snakes and that's some pretty, pretty cool, uh, albino snakes. And I really, I really like, ah, my daughter's like, yeah, let's get that one. Let's get that one. I'm like a thousand bucks. I'm like, uh, we'll see. And so we, I started talking about, uh, talking to these, uh, these Petco people and I'm like, Hey man, would it be possible for me to leave for two weeks and come back for two weeks? And would the snake be fine? I'm like, yeah, as long as you missed it and whatnot. So, uh, Hey, lay down. And, uh, so we ended up buying an aquarium, a little snake aquarium. So, you know, if I told her, we'll start slow, like I'll get the aquarium, we'll get all set up. And, uh, so next, next day's off, uh, we might be buying a snake or we, we might wait until the next one. Let's see here. I'm looking for, uh, I think they call it like a, a pie ball python. I don't know. It's sweet. It's white. And then it has little spots everywhere. And it's, it's super cool. So I think that's, that's what we're going to, his name's going to be Shinron. I don't care what anybody does. And anybody says Shinron. I, I name all my animals after Dragon Ball Z characters. It's a, I'm just geeky like that. <laughs> oh, speaking of snakes, I was just telling this story to my daughter's, uh, kind of like step grandparents. And, uh, so when, uh, my ex lived with me, she had a snake. Uh, I said that already, but, uh, me being the, the guy I am, I, I screw up a lot and I, I do dumb things. And, uh, I didn't, I didn't lock the, I didn't lock a, the snake's aquarium door all the way or at all probably. And I remember I woke up and the ex went to work and, <laughs> and I woke up and I was like, okay. And then I was gonna, I was gonna go look at the snake and the snake door is open and the snake's not in there. I'm like, <gasps> oh no. So I look and look and look and look. I'm like, well, got to bite the bullet. Got to bite the bullet. Got to text her. Got to text. Got to text Jesse. Hey, your snake's not there. So I text her and she like, I could just hear her emotion in her, in, in her text. Like she was pretty bummed. So I ended up like going buying mice and fans and heat pads to like lay out traps. And <laughs> we didn't find it. Not right away. Well, I didn't find it. And so a couple months go by. That's how I just drink some coffee. A couple months go by and we still haven't found the snake. And I'm thinking the snake's dead. It's winter time and the snake's gone. It's goodbye. Well, I'm sitting upstairs in the living room and my, I have like a, like a bi-level, bi-level house. I'm sitting upstairs in the living room and I have a, I have a roommate and all of a sudden he screams, I was like, that was so weird. So I get up. I'm like, what is up? And he's like sitting on the stairs and he's just pointing at this ball on the ground. And I'm like, it was a snake. So I grabbed the snake and the snake is cold in a ball. So I took it and I put it underneath some warm water and I start seeing it move a little bit. So I put it in his cage and I put it in a, 
underneath the heat lamp and I went and talked to Alex and I went back and the snake's head's just peeking out like, like I'm back. I was like, hey, hey, text the ex. And, she, you know, she was super excited. She went and got a snake and boy, was it hungry. But it was so funny because I talked to uh, my roommate, Alex. And I'm like, what happened? And he's like, well, I was putting on my shoe. And the guy's terrified of snakes. So it kind of makes everything even way, way better. The guy, he was putting on his shoe and he said he felt something squishy in it. So he took his shoe off, put his hand in there and he pulled out a snake. <laughs> He, he basically threw it and screamed and oh it couldn't never happen it had to happen to the guy that's just terrified of snakes and it's just so funny i laugh every every time i think about it so yeah so i'm gonna get a snake dude dudes dudettes dudicles whatever uh whatever uh thing you guys go by <laughs> oh it just makes me laugh so much like everybody's everybody when I tell that story, everybody's like, Oh my God, like how terrifying. Like we don't live in Australia. You know, he, I'm pretty sure, uh, every time he puts on his shoe, he puts his hand in there to make sure he doesn't put his hand, <laughs> find, finds a snake or something. <laughs> oh man. Ah, uh, yeah. So I guess I think 20 minutes is fine. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave it like that. I do have a, Oh yeah, I did a, so, uh, like I'm really trying to better myself, like really taking this, this breakup and really looking where I screwed up and, you know, I'm not doing this for anybody besides me. I, I don't, I don't like me and my ex, we, uh, I think that like, I think that's, that's over with, uh, for sure. Like I'm not going to talk too much about it. I just hope, I hope she's happy. I have faith that she's she's with the right people that she wants to be with. Uh, I know she has a, a thing coming up. That's a uh, pretty heavy on her mind. So she'll be in my prayers. Uh, and Broly wants to go out. Come here, lay down. We're going, I'm almost done, but I, I know I'm doing it right. I know like this podcast, I know I'm doing things right. I know with Sarah code, I'm doing things right. I know like I even got a little journal. I don't write in it that much, but I do got a little journal. I feel weird writing in a journal. I feel like that is like a 14 year old girl thing to do, but it's, it's not, that's just, that's just a stereotype I have on it. Uh, but I, I do write stuff down. Uh, not much, but I do, uh, I get, you know, it feels kind of good. I don't know. Like even with the painting, I didn't get much painting done this, this day's off. Cause I've been busy with my kid and, uh, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, I laid my bike out, my bike, my motorcycle. I was going to talk about this. My motorcycle got laid over twice in the last two months. And not this day's off, but the prior days off, I was on it cruising around. And I clearly didn't look at the weather because all of a sudden I was in some pretty heavy rain. And I was like, screw this. So I took a U-turn at the lights, you know. And right when it starts raining, that's when the ground gets most oily. And... So when I was taking a U-turn, I got a little bit too much on the throttle and I spun out and my backside went out and so I kind of hit the brakes and I stopped and I laid my bike over. Now I didn't lay it over. I literally stopped, put my foot down and set it down. Like it it wasn't dramatic like that. It was, I just picked it up and I was like, ah, that sucks. Every time that kind of happens, I'm like, Ooh, was that like a little omen? Do I need to, do I need to slow down? Mm, 
no, I just go faster. But then the other day, like uh, I was on the bike with my daughter and the foot peg fell off. And my daughter's like, hey, dad. I'm like, oh, shit. So put it in my pocket. And then the the next day, I went to the Harley store to get another bolt to put that in. And I looked at the guy. I'm like, hey, man, do you care if I, I go outside and make sure this is the right one? He's like, well, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hey, man, it'll take me five minutes. And he's like, all right. So I start walking outside and my bike is like where I parked. It was all by itself. And my bike is just laid over, kickstand up. And I'm like, what? That is a, that's my bike laying over on the side. How'd that happen? And there's some people outside that were kind of walking in to, you know, find whose bike it was. And I'm like, Hey man, like what happened? He's they're like, I don't know. You know, I got a, I got a good looking bike. It's, it's, it's pretty dope. I love the thing, but they're like, I don't know. We were looking at your bike and, but from their bikes, you know, they weren't next to it or anything. They were like, we saw your bike and then we were here to crash. And then your bike was just laying on the side. I'm like, that's so weird. It, it was just, it, it was just healed over on its side. It was like, what is going on? I don't know. So picked it up. It was super weird. Then I tried kind of like tipping it and it wouldn't tip. And like, they're like, yeah, a gust of wind came by, but nothing, nothing, nothing to blow it over. I don't know. And that was like one other thing. like, ah, oh, is that an omen? So I was like, maybe I should just go home. Nah, I just went, went on the interstate and drove fast. Uh, but that's, that's what I like to do. I like to get on the bike and just go, be loud and obnoxious music blaring. I'm that guy. I don't care. I'm that guy. I like it. It calms me down. Uh, well, I was talking about me doing things right. So I had, uh, I had, I had some people like share my podcast on Facebook and, people I would never thought. And I was like, dude, that's cool. So thank you. Like, I don't really do this. Like I'm not even doing intros anymore. I'm just, I'm just laying it out. I really don't care. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I just keep putting on good content. And I'm like, that made me feel really good. And then, uh, I got a random text the other day. Let's see if I can find it. I got, I kind of wrote it down. Uh, well, it was from, uh, here it is. It was from, a a prior relationship. And uh, I'm just going to read a little bit. It says, hey, super random. And I have to give credit where credit is deserved. Way to go on the podcast. There was a lot I want to compliment and say, but in short sentence, I am so, I am so proud of your compliments, your self-reflection, and your resilience. When we were together, I didn't think you had that because, well, I didn't bother to ask or communicate. So that that made me feel really good. Like someone that was in my life, you know, we dated for a couple years too. She, for how, you know, she went on in the text message, you know, how she came across the, the mm, podcast, but like the way I've been, it's part like with my last relationship and her relationship with the girl that texted me and probably even with the relationship. Cause I've only been in like three relationships. I haven't been in a lot of uh, serious relationships. I've been with my baby's mama. I've been with Shannon and I've been with Jesse. And this, this goes to show me like, I was the same way with Shannon. So I know I'm on the right side. I know, I know I'm going towards the right direction of being a better person or being, you know, a better, better me. Cause this, this uh, text message really, really proved it to me that I'm being a better person. I'm, I'm getting my shit straight. I'm getting my mindset straight. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited. Like life is, life is super good. Uh, I can't really complain. I got a, I got a lot of stuff going on. I got a lot of opportunities and uh, hopefully one day my dreams of uh, not le- going, not going to the oil field and seeing my daughter a lot more and 
working on working on that Cerakote stuff and it's man that's it's awesome it really is it really it really it really is awesome i'm i'm, I'm super excited you know jiu-jitsu is going well uh uh i know uh i've been doing push-ups at work uh i feel like i was gonna stop talking a while ago but i'm just gonna keep talking uh i've been doing push-ups at work every when i started doing this like you know people kind of make fun of me but I don't care. Uh, I started doing push-ups, and you know my shoulder was all messed up from a jiu-jitsu tournament a couple months ago, and uh, I can only do like fifteen push-ups, like in a row. Uh, I'm not. I've never been really good at push-ups. Like I'm six two, like 170, 165 pounds. Like this is not. This is not a lot of meat to me. But uh, I started doing it, and then uh, people make fun of me. Then my boss started doing it. My boss actually runs with me too, so that's 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 really cool. And uh, well, the next day, in time I go to work, every time I did push-ups, I could do 35. And I do every hour. Every hour I do, like, I'll, I'll call over the radio, you know, get your swole on or, you know, start pushing that ground down, boys. And people are starting to do it with me. And I thought that was so cool. Like, you know, here's me just getting on the ground and doing push-ups every time my my, uh, my alarm goes off. So do the push-ups. But the thing I like about it the most, uh, my buddy Dave uh, he's my AD. He started doing pushups and then, you know, he, he know he, he's made that he's overweight and he always gives me excuses. Like he doesn't want to go run and whatnot. It's, it is what it is, but he's starting to do pushups every hour. And he, he's actually reminding me like, Hey, let's get these done. I'm like, hell yeah, brother, let's get them done. So we knock out some pushups and my shoulder got way better. Now every hour I do like 30, uh, 30 pushups. So I do like whatever 30 times 12 is 360. 360 push-ups a day and he was doing 15 and he said yeah ever since i started doing this my shoe my shoulders started getting a lot better too i'm like yeah man woo like that's that's so cool like like uh he, he's he's doing a lot better his shoulders getting a lot better i i feel better that you know i got a little uh workout buddy and it's it's cool life's good uh but i gotta take my dog out i gotta vacuum and clean i got a tattoo appointment and Dickinson, which is like four hours away at noon. So I'm gaining some ink done. All right. Well, I'm going to call it good. All right. So how do I always end this? Um, train hard, do good, be kind. Love y'all. Okay.